Hi everyone, I'm Autumn and thank you for listening to Gold Nodder Divinations. Thank you for joining us today as we explore where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. Join us as we share new informative and engaging interviews with mediums, intuitives, healers, and many more to help uplift, educate, and empower lightworkers like you to find physical and spiritual healing. Today I'm so excited as I always am on this show, but today I'm especially excited because I have uh, my dear friend and fellow medium, Carlos the Medium with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very apropos. Um, and Carlos is a very talented and highly sought after evidential medium. I've had the privilege of sitting with him many times uh, in, in gallery and private settings. And I can't speak highly enough of his skills as a evidential medium. Um, but beyond that, he's also a spiritual teacher in the Washington, D.C. area. And he possesses a natural and sensational ability to connect with those who are now in spirit. Besides being well-known as a medium for helping his clients obtain healing closure, he also provides life direction for many who seek his services, utilizing his strong psychic and intuitive abilities. So when Carlos was in his early 20s, he experienced and overcame many chronic health issues. These lessons eventually opened the door towards his sensitivity to spirit. He's here with us today to give lightworkers like us a behind-the-scenes glimpse into how mediumship really works. So without further ado, welcome to Golden Otter Divinations, Carlos. Oh, thank you, Autumn. Thank you so much for having me, and um, I, I look forward to this uh, wonderful uh, podcast together. It's so exciting. It's We've known each other for years, and full disclosure, I've, I've actually had personal readings with you many times, and I think that that's always like a gauge of um, being like behind the scenes, as we say, how, I don't know, the level of trust that I have in you on a personal level. And so I'm, I'm just so excited to have you on the show because I don't always know my guests in such an intimate way or like in a way where I can say concrete, without a doubt, this, this, this. So I'm just excited to be able to, you know, vouch for you in that way. Um, but before we go any further, I do this on all my shows. To raise our vibration and really get in the flow, I like to ask all my guests if they've had any golden moments lately. So in your case, I'll ask this with a spiritual inclination, a golden moment means a time you were just totally in the flow or an interaction you knew was sent by spirit um, or otherwise otherworldly. So have you had any golden moments lately, Carlos? Uh, yes, I would say I had one two days, I had a golden moment two days ago because I did back-to-back uh, -back readings uh, with some clients and I just remember just just being kind of in the zone and trusting the process and I was nailing, uh, you know, evidence bit by bit and just, uh, it felt just, I felt like Michael Jordan for a day. <laughs> That's so awesome. I love that. Like mediumship is one of those things where oftentimes, especially thank you for sharing your golden moment segues perfectly into what we're talking about. It's one of those things where we aren't, we aren't meant to know what the mail says. We're simply the delivery vehicle. And a lot of times we will deliver a message and then walk away. And I think that's what like, a really skilled medium will do. But oftentimes, I mean, we're human and you wonder like, did that land? Did that connect? Were they just being polite or is that something? And it's not until sometimes week or days or years later that you'll know. And I've been doing something, we'll talk about it later in the show, but I've been doing something um, with spirit the last two years that has helped me just on a personal level because sometimes you can almost go like, it can just drive you a little bit like, ah, I need to know, I need to know. But then you're like, that's my human ego. I don't really need to know. I'm moving on. And I know we have this in the show notes to like talk about it. Um, but before we get too far into this, I did want to give everybody your contact information. So I have you at carlosthemedium.com. That's correct. 
straightforward. I love it. <laughs> and then you're also on um, social media as Carlos the Medium One, and then on the gram, on Instagram at Carlos the Medium. Yep, absolutely. It's too easy. Too easy. Um, and then you also have a mentorship program coming up soon for developing mediums. Can you share a little bit about that? A little bit about oh, that for yeah. us. So, um, it, yeah, it uh, starts uh, Sunday, February 21st, so it's right around the corner of the Sunday after Valentine's Day this weekend. Um, and basically, it's a four-class uh, course online through Zoom. Um, it's also recorded for those that can't make it uh, the whole class or they have to leave early or come in late. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, it's a full four-day class uh, that covers a couple aspects of uh, psychic mediumship development. It's more of a beginner's course. It's not an advanced course, so anybody can join and you don't need experience. Or for those that are kind of just curious or even with a little bit of a moderate amount of experience, they can join. Uh, we're covering a few classes in there. Um, basically, intro to spirit communications, uh, spirit guides, uh, channeling, and lastly, private sittings with me to cover what goes on in the in behind the scenes of how to prepare for a private sitting but also how to deliver when you're working one-on-one with a client or with clients so it's going to be a great class i'm working with my uh, colleague in the industry my friend uh, uma vipat uh, she started she studied uh, abroad mostly in the arthur finley and as you know i mostly came up through the metaphysical churches based out of roanoke um, virginia but you know my home base my home church is arlington so uh, more i have more of the spirit background uh, then she, she has more of the Arthur Finley, the European style mediumship. So ah, yeah, that's so, I didn't know she was an Arthur Finley gal. I was supposed to go to Arthur Finley in January of 2020. I had back-to-back trips planned to um, LA for like a business thing for Golden Otter and then a personal trip to Arthur Finley for courses planned and that didn't pan out. I really <laughs> miss Kai. I really miss Judge. That's very often I was like, this is the year Arthur Finley happens. Because uh, like you, I trained a lot in Arlington at the Metaphysical um, Church. And then I actually did, I did most of my training up in Lilydale. Have you ever been to Lilydale? No, but it's funny you mention that because I'm going actually with Uma uh, August, uh, like third week in August. We're going for a weekend to do some uh, workshops up there. With oh my gosh. So I'll be there in Lilydale, staying there. Okay, I'll come see you. I'll come see you. So my mom and dad both grew up an hour away from Lilydale. So I grew up in Alaska. My mom and dad were in the military, and so that's how we ended up living in Alaska. But they both grew up an hour away. And so when, when I was young and we would go visit my grandparents, we'd fly into Buffalo and then drive there, and we'd pass Lilydale. My mom would be like, oh, that's where they say the witches live. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But she always had this like – not like a negative, it was never a negative thing, but I did hear people locally, like aunts and uncles or just people in the community because they all lived like right there. They're like, oh, that's where the witches are. There's a pub called Witches Brew or Witches something. But meanwhile, they all go, right? And they're all just like very secretive, like they sneak off to Lilydale or they go in the off season when no one's there. Um, and it wasn't until I was an adult and started developing my spiritual gifts that I was like, I don't care if this is taboo. Like, I need to know that, like, I'm not crazy and I'm not alone. And then, and my mom was always really supportive. I, I feel like she must have known on some level, like, somebody would end up there in our family. And it was just a matter of, like, not being a pariah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I dig- but I digress. That's a book I'm going to write. So, but that really leads us right into our topics, which is um, many wonder how those with mediumistic abilities connect with the spirit world. Uh, but, you know, what if it's more than just one thought? Can you explain a little bit about how your process of connecting works? Absolutely. Yeah, I can definitely go into that a little bit. Uh, it's a bit complex, <laughs> but I can kind of 
break it down. That's why you need to go into the, the, that's why everybody needs to be in the mentorship program. That's where that is for. This is just the cliff notes. Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes. uh, So what we're dealing with, I always tell clients before each session, what we're dealing with is is a consciousness of energy with spirit okay it's a higher vibration it's a, it's an energy of unconditional love positivity light uh think all positive things that's how this energy uh, comes through so we're connecting with that consciousness that consciousness is vibrating at a much higher frequency than we are because we are mm-hmm. here on the earth plane so we have to raise our vibration mm-hmm. to connect with that frequency um and as we meet that frequency in the middle hence the term medium um we're able to uh, pull or obtain uh, small bits and pieces of information, evidence, if you will, uh, from, from that spirit and deliver that to our clients. So kind of what is kind of going back, what is going on behind the scenes? As mediums, we're raising our vibration, mm-hmm. first of all, where we, by setting the intention leads to manifestation and the vibration that our vibrations raise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can imagine like a mediums have a, a sense, a more sensitive antenna than the average person, which is able to connect with that frequency from spirit. Um, as we connect with that frequency, we'll start getting information sensations. I like to say that probably about 95% or maybe 90% of information that you're getting from spirit co- probably comes from feeling, clairsentience. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's less expenditure in that energy, but also it, it's, it's the, it takes the path of least resistance. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, as, as you connect with feeling, you'll start getting other uh, uh, connections as well through your other senses, perhaps through clairvoyance, mm-hmm. which is the ability to see clearly. Yeah. And I just want to come clear sentence is the ability to feel clearly. And then you may be able to, depending how developed you are, you may be able to get uh, hearing, uh, you know, audio, uh, mm-hmm. words, phrases, names, et cetera, numbers. And then if you're even more developed, you may be able to get, to, like, uh, you know, just know. Yeah. Or you could also, which is cognizance, or just be able to smell or taste spirit um, mm-hmm. accordingly. But that's kind of what's going on. Um, but it's, uh, I, I, always, I, like, I always tell my clients that I, when I'm doing a session, I'm just bombarded with information. Mm-hmm. And I just deliver accordingly as best I can. Um, it's 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 kind of a sometimes it kind of feels like you're playing charades. Yeah. And, and you're like, hey, I see this image. What do you think this means? Or yeah. what, you know, and you deliver it. Yeah. Or I'm hearing this sound. And sometimes like names can be a bit confusing because I remember one client not too long ago. I kept getting ma 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 like mob m o b. I think their grandmother's name. I don't know. It was a weird name. It was Maud. M O D is in last uh, letter was Delta D, mm-hmm. mob. But I kept getting mob, and that was the name. It was mob, yeah. and it wasn't mob, but it was sounded like. So you just kind of deliver what you get, and you do the best you can. But it's mostly coming through feelings, and then seeing, and then hearing, and then you just combine everything together, and you deliver the messages and the connections and validate spirit. Yeah, about ten to fifteen years ago, when I was first, I was like in my early twenties, and I was sort of realizing that there was something going on and I didn't want to be medicated. I didn't want to live as a crazy person. I didn't want to just like do away with the information I was getting because sometimes it was so accurate and it really helped me out. Like there are numbers of times in my life I can go back and I'm like, shouldn't have known that, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have been there, but somehow I was. And I know that it wasn't just dumb luck. Like I'm not that lucky. And my husband really encouraged me when we were young because I used to, like I would self-medicate. I would take prescription like anti-anxiety medication and drink. Um, And then like, knowing that we were going to be eventually starting a family and he was very open to this stuff he's like well why don't you start leaning into that I'm like oh well I can't because I've been told that I'm crazy and that I should medicate it and he's like yeah what if you just like don't do that and see how it goes and I was like okay and so uh, some of the early training that I did with like a private um, medium her name's Lynn Wiltsey she's out of practice now but 
she said it's about developing a lexicon and like your own signals and signs. And I know like some of the more like well-known uh, mediums like in pop culture, uh, Teresa Caputo and Tyler Henry, um, James Van Prague, they all talk about having this sign. And so sometimes it can sound like they're giving you a red rose and they're giving you a red balloon and all these things. And it's like, oh, like, come on. This is such bull. Like, give us something real. And even as me as a medium, like, I see both sides of that. I'm like, no, they're just getting information in a super fast way that makes it easy for them to deliver high quality um, readings to the people sitting with them. So it's like, as an operator, I understand why they would just be like, it's a red balloon. I understand as a skeptic and as a sitter, how you're like, oh, this red balloon bowl again. Um, A perfect example, not to get too far off course on this, is there's this new documentary called Surviving Death that just popped up on Netflix. Yes. And I had a lot of resistance to watching it because I was like, okay, what's this going to be? I watched a few episodes and I was like, fantastic. They've just summarized my 15-year journey in a six-episode arc. Why the heck couldn't I have just watched this and saved myself the time? But I think that's the point is that it's an unfolding practice. But I was saying to my husband, we're sitting there, and he's like, you're really annoyed. You're really frustrated. Like, why are you so angry? This is – this should be – a happy day for you that you're watching something that's now in the mainstream that people are going to come to you for explanation about. And I'm like, because I don't want to tell somebody to look at butterflies or a a cardinal and think that it's a sign from spirit. But to go back to something you just said, it's about receiving a signal and then something manifesting. And literally the next morning, Carlos, I'm not even kidding, got the timestamps to prove this because I barely watch TV. I woke up to an email from one of the main um, men who was featured in it. His name's Mike Anthony. He's the Broadway actor who was working at Hamilton. Okay. I got a pitch deck from his yeah. um, his agency pitching his book to have him on the podcast. I was like, okay, fine. Read loud and clear, loud and clear. And then I was like, shoot, you know who I have to reach out to before I reach out to Mike is Carlos because you and I had talked. And you gave me a reading. You're like, this is the year that you really double down on Golden Honor. And I'm like, dude, Carlos, like, I appreciate it. But you know that I have this other gig, like, in government that I, you know, whatever. But that's the thing. You can't argue with these things. And um, anyways, just to speak to what you're saying about, like, developing a lexicon. And even as a skeptic and as a sitter, if you hear something and it sounds generic, it's like shorthand, right? It's like a medium doing shorthand. And a good medium worth their their credentials basically, or work worth their word of mouth. That's what I say. Cause I think you should really only go to a medium if it's word of mouth really. Cause then you know that they are delivering something valuable. Um, they might give you something shorthand, like look for the Cardinal, look for the red balloon, but then it's up to spirit to finish the playing field, right? To like bring them around the bases. And then the next day or in ensuing days, they start to have those experiences that validate it for them because no amount of evidential anything that a medium gives could validate it. Does that make sense? Am I like, are we in alignment on that? Or are you like, yeah. Autumn, you're way off base? <laughs> no, um, it makes sense. I mean, it's, uh, I use, I get a lot of symbols as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it took me a while to kind of understand, like, why don't you just, let's just, let's just cut to the basics here. Just give me the name of the person and uh, maybe you know, uh, something that the person knows immediately that, that that's them and stuff like that. We just don't have to describe their energy so yeah. much. And, you know, it's sometimes it's, it has to do with uh, the, uh, the mystery, I guess, of how spirit works mm-hmm. and uh, just trust in the process. And, uh, you know, like, for example, like sometimes it's, I tell clients it's just as simple as this. Sometimes it's just like uh, mother, 
is here or a father's here. Mm -hmm. uh, he has a liver condition and he's mm -hmm. a heavy drinker. Mm -hmm. And that's all they're giving me. And then, but what they're doing is they're, they're opening the door from further, for more communication. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not telling me their name. And I'll tell clients straight up. I'm like, hey, listen, he's not giving me his name, but he's telling me he's a heavy drinker. He's got liver issues and he's a father to you. Mm -hmm. He's your father. Yep. And that's it. And sometimes it's, and it this, you know, it does, it usually works out about 99, 99, about 99% of the time the client will be like, yes, that's my father. And, uh, you know, but, uh, and then more information will come through from spirit. But like, for example, like sometimes it's like, Hey, uh, there's a grandmother present here. She has Alzheimer's dementia. She says, says hello. She says, thank you for mm -hmm. visiting her during the end and stuff like that. And it's like, Oh, that's my grandmother. And then like later on her name will come through, you know what I mean? But sometimes they just use the least amount of information just to kind of describe themselves and then be like, Hey, by the way, my name is Annabelle. Yeah. Not to um, toot your horn, but you are an amazing evidential medium. And you've had my brother's name like spot on and like didn't know me from Adam when we first kind of came into each other's orbits full on. And there have been other family members because even though we know each other like tangentially as uh, professionals in this field and like going sure. sharing a similar community, um, it's like we don't cross streams a lot and people don't cross streams. And it's like, family's like, well, they could have find that on, on social media. It's like, no, you simply could not have like, this is information I know is validated, but you also recently got my grandmother-in-law and her name is Mary Margaret. And you go, Mary Margaret's here. And I was just like, who's Mary Margaret. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's like not, you didn't just get her name. You got her full name because she goes by peg. And I just was like, who's Mary Margaret. Who's Mary Margaret. And I couldn't think, and that's what's so crazy about reading. Sometimes you're so nervous. I'm a, I'm a practitioner. I sit on the other side. It's like a doctor going in, like, <laughs> it's like an OB going in for a pap smear. And you're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like, do this all the time. But you're like, what's it going to be like for me? Maybe a COVID test is more accurate. Um, and I like spaced for a second. And here I'm like, you didn't just get her name. You got her full name. And you wouldn't have known that because she went by peg. So that's just to say here and there, it's like, what are we talking about when we're talking about evidential? It's things that the sitter can confirm quite readily, but um, sitter amnesia is a real thing. Like the number of times I've been like, um, Andrew is here to talk to you. And they're like, I I know Andrew. No Andrews? You sure? Cause really coming real hard with that Andrews. They're like, well, we have an Andy. And I'm like, short for Andrew? <laughs> they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, just look into it. Just look into it. And they're like, why didn't he say Andy? I'm like, I don't know. He just gave me Andrew. Maybe I was just talking to somebody named Andrew. And so the name popped in. Like, I'm like, I'm just giving you what I got. Anyways, so um, since we like talked a little bit about that, I did want to ask, how did you end up in mediumship? Like you had a professional career and now you're doing this full time, which I'm so excited for you because we need more light workers out in the world helping people transitioning. Because like we are going through a global energy cycle. Yes, yes. So uh, I, I always tell people I never thought I would in a million years be in mediumship full time. I never saw that coming. And mm -hmm. I didn't uh, ask for this. It's it just something that came, Some you know, spirit knocked on my door and was like, hey, you know, you're going to do this work. And I was like, no, I'm not. Uh, you're, you're talking, you got the wrong house. I think you go that way, that couple houses down. You're talking to the wrong guy here. Um, like, I, I know your husband is, uh, you know, uh, Patriot, he's a, he's a service member, he serves yeah. abroad and stuff, we thank him for his service. Oh, uh, I was also serving too, I was in the Navy uh, one time or another, uh, and I had a lot of health issues, <clears throat> chronic health issues, um, and uh, that kind of opened doors for me later on in life. I didn't see it then, but now connecting the dots looking backwards, I see how those dots connected to where I am today. Mm -hmm. But essentially that opened doors to meeting people who were like, hey, by the way, 
uh, you're going to do this work one day. And I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, no. And they're like, no, I'm serious. You're going to really be doing this work. You're going to be good at it. I'm like, no. They're like, yeah, you've, you've been through a lot in your life. And also, we can tell you that we can validate this for you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they started giving me a few names of loved ones. And I'm like, how the heck did they get these names? And how did they know all these things about, yeah. about my life? And they're like, you know, you're going to do this work. So I just kind of, they dangled the carrot, uh, Spirit dangled the carrot, and I started going for it. And mm. through Arlington Metaphysical. And then I started their seminary program. And once I started doing the work, it kind of was like uh, someone learning to walk again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just kind of, I just, slowly, but I invented, and eventually, before I knew it, I was running. Yeah. Right? And then the next thing you know, it's getting visions from Spirit. And I don't get these, like, uh, I guess, vivid visions anymore because it's more subtle now that I do this professionally. Yeah. Um, but when I first started, I was getting very vivid visions from Spirit, and that was just, like, irrefutable you know, it was categorically that, that loved one and like I was getting a name or I was getting something super specific, specific, but I was seeing a full blown vision in my third eye in color yeah. or in, in like cartoon like images. And they're like, yeah, that's my best friend. His name was, uh, you know, Bugs or something like that, you know, because yeah. I saw Bugs Bunny or something, you know, I was like, there is something more to this. There's yeah. something more to this universe. There's something more that we're connected to. So I started kind of from there kind of going further down the rabbit hole and uh, long story short that's how I kind of ended up here I ended up just working really hard going through uh, the metaphysical program down I mean the ministerial mediumship program down in Roanoke and then as you met me down in, up in Arlington uh, just doing numerous and numerous numerous events up there and mm-hmm. uh, all yeah, love so offerings like my you know, like eventually all love offerings that's something that needs to be like put out there is the time, energy, dedication that most mediums that make it to kind of like where we are at in this game don't do it because there's some there's some financial reward or there's some promise of anything. Like we have families, we have things that are going on and we there's a there's a an urge and I get it that there are like scoundrels out there that have these abilities and yes. take advantage of them or there's just scoundrels out there who don't have these abilities and take advantage of them. But like I've never drawn an actual salary from anything I do with Golden Otter Divinations. Every penny that has ever come into my company has gone back out into the world, employing women abroad, like female entrepreneurs, doing malaria net funders, like everything and anything. And I'm finally in this position with spirit where I'm just like, why are you calling me to do this? You know that I have this other professional ability that I can really excel at. So like, like pick a lane help me help me figure it out so I come to you and you give me some guidance and I'm like seriously Carlos it's not what I was looking for from Stuart not at all I was looking for them to be like you are no good at this get out of here kid like go back to being a normal human because what you're talking about as far as I see it is when I went to Lilydale the first time and I met all these people kind of like you going to seminary and like being around people who can understand the experience of being a medium and how isolating it can be and then them saying like no you can do this you're going to do this I kind of felt like at first like oh my gosh wow like this makes sense why I'm so crazy and then the longer I was kind of doing it the more I was like this is what you tell every girl like do you tell every girl she's gonna be a medium you know like every every mentor right and it's just simply not the case like now that I've been doing readings long enough and not mentoring necessarily because in our lunar manifestations monthly um manifesting group we have people who are like really intuitive but not necessarily mediums like they have other skills and talents I'm now realizing like no not everyone is cut out to do this because you do have to like put your ego aside and there's some other things but um I would equate it to being told like 
yeah, everybody can play the piano in the sense you can like put your hands on the keys like bah, 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 bah. But to connect specifically with spirit and to be a medium, it's a higher register and you have to get up to those keys and then know how to play a tune. And even if you make a mistake or like you're not sure what the next note is, you can find a way to make a melody that gives the people listening or the people in front of you something to like something that will benefit them and something that they will leave feeling healed or whole from. Um, so we've talked a little bit about the training that it's taken for you to get to this point just in general as a medium. So if anybody's out there looking for a trained medium, don't be afraid to ask, like, what are your qualifications? Oh, you're a natural talent? Cool. What other spiritual development have you done? What other professional development have you done? Have you gone to Arthur Finley College in London? Have you gone to Lilydale in upstate New York? Have you gone to Roanoke? Have you gone to, there's a lot of little spiritual, spiritual hermitages, hermitages, and now with the influx of, of uh, practitioners like you doing online and um, like a younger generation kind of moving into the online space, there's a lot of opportunity to actually vet people's credentials. That's, that's just like what I would say. Um, and so we, we kind of went through like what it, how it works for you to connect with your clients. Um, I want to talk like a little bit about how energy is the key to mediumship and the senses. Like how would you... As a human, as a spiritual being, have a human experience, having a human experience, what would you say that energy is? Like, do you get a feeling when spirit is connecting with you? Do you, like sometimes I get a tingle and when I was young, I used to get it and it really used to bother me and I didn't, it didn't hurt. I just knew it was like a, a spidey sense that people call it and I would just get really uncomfortable and I would like, I would like, I, I would like, like, I have to go to the bathroom. I have to go do something. Or when I was older, I would drink and I would take anti-anxieties because I did not want that feeling of like, oh no, I'm going to get something and I don't want this. Now that I'm older, I have discernment. I set a deal with spirit. I'm like, I do not deliver the mail unless I'm on the clock and unless it's, there's consent, me, spirit, and the sitter. I will not do a knock and shock. I will not deliver an unsolicited message unless you book a session with me. Do not expect to talk to your loved ones. Like I'm, I'm a human too, you know, and it took me so many years to be comfortable when I had that feeling to love it and to trust it and not to be scared of it and like push it away. So that's how I describe it. But like, what would you say? Do you have something like that or, or just in general, how you would describe the energy of connecting? Yeah, the energy of spirit is always omnipresent. So it's always there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's just a matter of setting the intention to connect with that frequency. Um, and as you, as you set the intention, your vibration increases and raises. Uh, so, does the, so does your me metabolic rate, if I said that correctly, uh, mm -hmm. metabolic yeah. rate, which hence why after a session you, you feel tired, burnt mm -hmm. out, and stuff like yep. that. Your temperature raises as well because yep. uh, the, the frequencies within your body, I don't know if it's the cells or any yeah. of your neurons are all – uh, you know, vibrating at a much higher rate. And so uh, it, it's definitely the energy, but the energy is a very subtle energy. That's the thing. Mm. It's extremely subtle. Mm. Um, it, 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 it'll, it'll flash before you. And honestly, if you don't know how to pick up on those subtleties, it, it, that energy would just will bypass, you know, your frame of mind yeah. um, or the senses you're utilizing. Um, it's all there. And it kind of feels invisible well it is invisible but um it's not tangible and that's why there's a lot of skepticism with it because it's like hmm connecting with spirit nothing there <laughs> nothing there nothing there you know what i mean and yeah. then i'm here i'm connecting i don't feel anything i don't feel anything or anything but it's there and 
you know, I like to think of it this way. Uh, I like to think of spirit kind of in, in, in the cloud, you know, in a cloud of energy. Uh, yeah. Like we use the cloud to store information. Yeah. It's a cloud of consciousness, of love. And it's just a matter of dialing into that frequency and start, you know, getting a little bit of, of nuggets of information and just pulling from it. And the more information we get, uh, you know what I mean, the more we deliver and stuff like that. And if we reach the point of exhaustion or where spirits no longer deliver, we know that that connection is already completely cut off. And stuff mm -hmm. like we move on to the next connection or we cease the, we can finish the reading. But it's a, it's, it's a form of energy. Um, it's, it's, it's a stream of information, a stream of consciousness uh, from, from the spirit world. We just have to be open vessels to be able to communicate with that energy. The more open we are, the more dynamic and fluid that stream of consciousness will flow through. Uh, yeah. The more closed off we are, or the more closed off the client is, the more choppy or closed off that energy is. The energy okay. will reciprocate. The law of attraction is always at play. Absolutely. That's like um, for anybody who has watched uh, Tyler Henry on his E! True, yeah. e Hollywood. When he, the poor kid, he's like so young and he's gets so sweaty and you're just like, oh man, dude, I remember being that age. And like, you know, cause he's not that old. He's like in his early twenties. So your hormones are still a little bit like, 22. yeah. And you're just like, I think of him all the time and I'm like, Man, and there's a few other like young mediums coming up, and I'm like, I was around his age when things really started to just, I, I, I want to say get unmanageable, but get to the point where I was like, spirit, or I didn't know it was spirit. I just was like, go away, whatever this is, get gone. I want to get married. I want to like have a career. I want to have children. Like I want to work for the UN. Like I've got these things that I need to do. So like go away. And I just wanted to medicate it away, but like that wasn't healthy, you know? And I talk a lot about that, like the realness of like how you can get caught in these spirals, especially if there's like medical professionals involved telling you that like it's crazy, which is why I love that surviving death thing so much is that they did bring in some medical professionals to be like, hey, this is what's up. My mom's a doctor. And if it weren't for her walking along, like right beside me at every step of my journey and her refusing to let me become a statistic, refusing to let me become like a you know, get caught in the wheels of the mental health crisis that, you know, happens in our, in, well, globally, I don't know that I would have been able to develop my gifts and know what that energy feels like. And so when I see young kids like him doing it, you know, the getting sweaty part, like that's neither here nor there. He just kind of like, I get sweaty, but it's like the journey of how that kind of unfolds. Um, I was going to say something a second ago, just about how even at this stage in the game, I still, I don't test spirit. I don't test them anymore. Um, because I think that that's, I'd like to talk about that. How like the difference between ego and knowing like how to trust basically. But I've started doing this thing. It's like consent. I need three-way consent. My consent to channel. Spirit's consent to like give a message, which is usually they're the ones who ping in first. We're like, hey, I got something. I'm like, nope. You got to get your sitter to come to me. So we do this properly. And then I've started to say like, can you give me something too? Because I don't really have an incentive to do this right now. And not that it's not important to do, but like it's important for a sitter to come to a medium, not the other way. I think, I think you should always like, it's like going to check your mail. Like you go to the mailbox and you're like, hi, do you have any mail? Like checking the post and the post was like, yes, here's your mail today. Not like knock, knock, I got something and here's your receipts and here's, you know, your overdue bills. Like, no, nobody wants that. Um, and spirit's been playing with me lately in a really fun way so that they'll only give me like, three-fourths of a message and they'll tell me one last thing but then I'm like the energy is dying the energy is fading <laughs> pun intended and I'm like okay it's time to wrap it up and I won't say that one last thing and then they will like circle back in a way that that one last thing is the thing that makes it just like you know a candle on a cake or sugar on a cake as they say here um and then for me is when I get the thing that I'm like 
okay, this is not a figment of my imagination. There's just no way. And it's like, I don't know, maybe that's a point that I personally need to set down my ego and just trust and kind of like trust fall. (laughs) But at the same time, we are human. And uh, it's nice when spirit hooks us up like that too. Right, right. Um, so you say hindsight is twenty twenty. What have you learned at this point as a medium, as a professional medium, I should say? Honestly, uh, trust. Trust that there is something bigger <laughs> out there in the universe, infinite, mm-hmm. that you are very much a part of like everyone else in this universe, mm-hmm. uh, that we are connected to everything and everything in the universe. Uh, I mean, everything in the universe is connected to us. Um, I just... You know, I uh, I didn't realize that there was more than meets the eye to spirit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that uh, time and time again doing this work, you know, I fall on my face a few times uh, starting out and uh, yeah. as a practitioner and even as a professional sometimes. You know, I'm not perfect doing this work, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, spirit has always led me the way. And it just, it just gives me this kind of boost of confidence, this inner knowing that, uh, spirits lighting the path and I just follow follow the, the you know the, the breadcrumbs that they're leaving in front of me and I just follow that path but I just I feel gra- grateful to be able to connect with people and help them um, yeah. you know I'm very grateful for that and just uh, just very uh, honored that I was that I'm able to do this work and to serve the community and help other people with what I have and sh- shine my light upon others and uh, you know I just uh, I, d- I didn't realize that uh, like I said earlier if, if they would have told me when I was in high school like at a fair uh, what do you want to be? I probably would have said, oh, you know, I'd like to do this in life or maybe be a professional soccer player or work in aviation like I did for a while. Yeah. Um, but I never would have, they would have said, oh, no, we actually, they have another plan for you. You're going to end up doing spiritual work, spirit communications, you know, be a medium. I was like, huh? No, yeah. no way. So I'm just kind of, it's, it's interesting seeing how the dots connect l- looking backwards with hindsight 2020 and see how you land where you are today. You know what I mean? And you, like, for example, you and I met at Arlington Metaphysical Chapel um, during yeah. services, the evening yeah. services. I remember the Sunday services. And uh, When I'd waddle about, in like, really what, pregnant. Three, four years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three, four years later that you and I would be doing a podcast together. I would have never saw it. I just yeah. Thought, okay. You know, just like crazy. But that's how the universe has plans for us. And, you know, down the road we may connect in another way, which is just, just very interesting how – it's very interesting how spirit works behind closed doors. That's why it's important to have faith mm-hmm. and, you know, and trust that no matter what you're going through, just know that the spirit's always looking out for you with the, with the best of interest. It may seem like right now it's like, oh, I, don't, I can't see. It, it's foggy you know, and it's hazy in front of me looking forward. But just know that spirit's got the clear picture for you. And that's yeah. just, you got to trust. Just trust. That's so true. That's like I'm going through a big transition right now. I'm leaving Africa. We've been here two years. I've been working for our government. Uh, my spouse is active duty military, which is what brought us to Africa. And um, I thought I would be doing Gold Nodder full time while I was here. And then life had other plans. And now I'm like, well, I feel more equipped to go back to Gold Nodder than I ever did before. And while I was in this kind of like, oh, do I do it? Do I not? I was somebody kept saying like, well, just what did you want to be when you were young? What did you want to do when you were young? And I, you know, I'm like, I don't, I just wanted to leave Alaska and see the world and travel and explore. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. But then I like had to get back to the core things that like made me happy when I was young. And my mom's an internist, as I mentioned, and she used to take me to this, um, it's like a medical retirement home called, in Alaska, it's called the Pioneer's Home. And it's where like, it's, it's kind of like hospice, but also like long-term medical care for the infirmed. And in Surviving Death, um, I can't remember what the later episode is. And I believe his name was Dr. Christopher Kerr, if I'm not uh, saying that wrong. 
he did like palliative care in of all places buffalo which happens to be bizarrely where i'm about to go back to in the states like buffalo lilydale i'm going to be like within an hour of that as like my landing pad as we come back to the u.s before we come back down to dc and kind of like get set up and all that um and i'm like this is so weird and crazy but seeing his interest and just the interest in hospice, like end of life, palliative care, listening to people. That's what I did when I was a kid. My mom would take me to the retirement home where she would see patients and she'd literally plunk me in rooms and be like, just talk to them, Autumn. Tap dance, sing, dance, do whatever you got to do to just like brighten these people's day because a lot of them don't have family. A lot of them, they call them sourdoughs in Alaska, meaning like they're from the lower 48. They came up for work. All their friends and family have died and they're just kind of here alone. Um, and I used to sit with people and have these really bizarre experiences that as a kid never made sense to me. And as an adult, I'm like, no wonder they never made sense. And you'll, if you, if you, if you've watched Surviving Death, um, anyone listening, pay attention to like the elderly woman who says that like her husband was there and it was like a clear vision. I would be sitting in rooms with elderly people and they would be talking about their loved ones as if they were there. Oftentimes I would just assume they were on the other side of like a literal curtain, not a metaphysical one, like a literal like there was a bed next to them and I just assumed they were referring to their spouse who was sleeping and it was so vivid and then I would come out and I'd be like oh mom Mr. you know so-and-so was saying that Mrs. this and this and they and she's like okay and it would turn out that she was dead you know the it was these are like end of life visions that these people are having as a kid when you're little it's easy to confuse the things but my mom always noted it and noted the consistency of what I was saying um and then as I got older, I realized that was something I shouldn't like talk about. And then I would just get really confused because I'm like, all right, well, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm like, did I say the wrong name? I was like, well, it's that room. And I was like, no. And like, I can vividly, I have vivid memories of like sitting in this retirement home and seeing Pioneer Peak, which is a mountain, out on the left-hand side. And I'd be like, no, mom, it's that room because I could see Pioneer Peak. That's the room they were in. She's like, okay, honey. You know, so it's like things like that. Um, Anyways, I can't remember where I was going with that because I just like got lost in a diatribe. But to, to all that to say, I was recently reminded of why we have mediums. Even when I question why I'm being called to do this work, seeing surviving death and seeing the comfort that it brings grieving people, um, I was like, that's what I meant to do. And I recently experienced a pretty tragic loss of like a, a dear friend and she came to me in a vision two weeks after she passed and somebody just asked me, they're like, what happens when you lose somebody? And I'm like, well, if it's something that I know is coming, generally I have plenty of time. I do end of life stuff with them, whether they know it or not. And I just kind of keep myself rolling. Um, I said, but when it hits close to home and it's hard to understand, it's a mother with four little girls, you're just like, what the actual heck? Like this isn't supposed to happen. And it has me thinking as a medium, like, Okay, if this is real, like I better get something that I can sink my teeth into that helps me in my grieving process. And when that happens, I forget that not everyone has that. And like, to, like I just was reminded of this deep pain. And I lived in it for two weeks before I got a, a night vision or like a, an, um, a dream when she visited me. And then that was when I was able to start healing and processing. You know, it's a loss that will take time to heal and process. But I only had to wait two weeks. I can't imagine how long some people have to wait before they can see somebody like you and even just get a breadcrumb on that healing path. You know, even if it's just that one thing that turns a skeptic from like, this is all nonsense to maybe there's something there. And I guess that's, you know, what I would encourage anybody who's considering definitely seek out Carlos. You do Zoom calls? You take clients via Zoom? I do. And do you notice I do. any difference? Honestly, that right now, that's... 
No, not not too much. Um, to be honest with you, with uh, Zoom and in person, I probably would say my my preference is always in person, but mm -hmm. uh, then Zoom, but mm -hmm. and then finally phone is my last uh, preference. But uh, you know, I'm able to get the person's auric auric field around them. Mm -hmm. I'm also able to uh, pick up energy around them that's visual there that allows me to kind of see what's going on with their energy and stuff like that. Uh, and not, I'm not talking about facial cues or anything. I'm talking about just their energy overall. Like it's, it's no different than what you can see around me. Like how, what kind of person I am just from having this conversation together yeah. and stuff like that, you know, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'll be honest with you, this is where I surprise myself too. Uh, I, sometimes I do a lot better on Zoom than I do in person because I feel like I have less pressure. Yeah, and less nerves. And then you're not trying to get there or they're not coming to you. Or I totally get that. Totally, yes. totally. All yeah. right. Well, this has been fun. We're not totally done yet. We're about to wrap up. But before we go, people can book um, – Lightworkers here listening can book private sessions with you. And that's at carlosthemedium.com. And could you share one more time what your upcoming mentorship, like just some more details of it? Absolutely. Uh, so it starts Sunday, uh, February 21st. Uh, it's an all-day class. It's a, a four-class program. It's online. Uh, it's going to be with two instructors, myself and Uma Vipat. And basically we're covering uh, – it's for beginners. Uh, those are interested in developing their mediumship abilities and uh, – furthering them a little bit, uh, but so they're experienced needed, but we're covering spirit communications, guides, channeling, and one-on-one -on -one private sittings. So we're covering a little bit of that, and it's through Zoom, and it's recorded, so if you can't make the full class or you have to leave early, uh, you'll, you'll get a recorded uh, uh, of, that, of that class and stuff like that. And uh, you can just go to my website at carlosthemedium.com and click on events, and you'll see the events there, or you can just email me at carlosthemedium at gmail.com to get more information about the class. But it starts Sunday, February 22nd, and it comes out to about $80 a class. So it's $333 for the full four-day class. Yeah. And it's a full four-day. So it's very, it's very uh, uh, reasonable and accessible for everyone. So Yeah. Well, and you and save the cost of travel and all that. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you can do it from home. That's the, that's the beauty of it. You can do it from home. You don't have to, and you can be across the country. You don't have to be directly in D.C. As, as you know, you've, as many hours and you put into your training and I have to going down to Roanoke. I mean, the hours and the money and the sweat and tears and stuff like that to get there. Yeah. Um, go and the, su yeah. so the support you needed from your loved ones and your family and your friends and all the people who had, who you had to bring in on your journey. This is like, that's the thing that I love so much now about how we've all gone virtual and why like an offer like yours, like $333 for a four session course with like an evidential medium who is, you know, tried and true and professional. That's a drop in the bucket. I'm like, I used to spend that much in gas just trying to get up, not to mention the anonymity. Like I sometimes think that that is the biz biggest obstacle for individuals exploring their spiritual gifts. And I notice it as a lunar manifestations, like um, that's part of our membership. I offer elected anonymity. So people can, so golden otter, golden otter divinations is a, it's a play on words for my nickname otter growing up, AU being the atomic symbol for gold and my nickname being otter, the right. golden otter, because I wasn't ready at right. first to kind of expose myself. I was a professional. Like I, you know, had other things going on in life. I was like, I need to know this. I used to come to AMC in like not – I wasn't like – I wasn't like in, you know, like a, a, what do you call that, disguise. But I have attended several sessions with different individuals, different like groups where I was like super pregnant and people – and then I came back and maybe I'd done my hair different. Maybe I'd had a tan. Maybe just something was different. And they're like, welcome. And I'm like, 
no, I've been here before. You just don't recognize me because I lost 80 pounds because I was pregnant last time I was here. And to see the consistency, but also to feel safe. Like the basement of AMC and Lily Deal New York are some of the only places I felt safe exploring my gifts because I could say, oh, I've got to go to Buffalo for the day to go shopping for something. I'm like, I don't shop. Like this is nonsense. Not to mention I would always come back with an empty car. It's like, what did you buy? I'm like, apps from my phone at tech. I, look at I'm so bad at lying. I, you know, I'm like, I just, I don't, uh, I don't know what I bought. But I wanted that anonymity. And so I think that, you know, offers like yours, mentorships like yours can give people the safety of like exploring from home and, you know, that added level of uh, just privacy. Because in the digital age, you know, you never know. Um, okay. Well, we will put a pin in it because I actually have to get going for the Aquarius new moon. So Lunar Manifestations members, um, it is an Aquarius new moon and I'm going to get this podcast out tomorrow so you guys have plenty of time to register for Carlos's mentorship program and um, to catch the Aquarius new moon replay. Members, I'll be on our call in just a minute. But before we go, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow Golden Otter Divinations on Instagram where you can check in and let me know about your golden moments so your spirit team and I can cheer you on. If you'd like to contact me or join my monthly manifesting membership, Lunar Manifestations, which is now a brand new e-course and like all streamlined um, thanks to the pandemic and getting everything going. Visit us on the Join Now page at goldenotter.us. That's golden like the precious animal and Nope, golden, like the precious metal, and otter, like the precious animal.com forward slash join now. Um, we are excited to announce our Be the Change pledge, and this is a financial pledge that I make as a fourth generation female business owner, where 10 to 50% of the proceeds from all member plans sold go directly to supporting community building efforts in rural Africa, addressing global inequality so that you can be the change you wish to see in the world through your purchasing power. To learn more, click the Be the Change link in our show notes and keep an eye on our Be the Change page where I'm going to be updating the endeavors that we've been funding over the two, last two years, which include um, starting multiple uh, small businesses for female entrepreneurs, a malaria net um, fundraiser that we did raising the funds for 200 malaria nets, and um, a school planting project and just so, so, so many things. Uh, that were made possible by your memberships. So we're a social purpose business, meaning our growth is tied directly to the good that we can do in the world. So when you invest in becoming a Golden Otter member, a Lunar Manifestations member, not only are you investing in yourself and your spiritual development, you are actively putting good back out into the world, which is the whole reason we came to this Earth classroom, <laughs> right? So I want to thank my guest today, Carlos the Medium. Carlos, it was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you for sharing your peaks and perils on your journey to becoming a medium in the modern world. And I want to thank you all for tuning in to Golden Otter Divinations. I had a wonderful time creating this, sharing this sacred co-creation space with you. Have a great week and we'll feel your positive vibes back here next time. Thank you so much, Carlos. It was such a pleasure. Bye, Autumn. I'll talk to you soon again. Bye. Bye. Bye.